listener production. A better end to a choppy opening week of December for Aussie shares. And all eyes are focused on tonight's US jobs data. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Craig. It's Friday the 8th of December. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Craig. Hello there. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. What an interesting way to end the week as well. Yes, indeed. We're all over, everywhere. We're all over the place today because we actually kicked off the day in negative territory. We're down around 0.4 of 1% early, only to recover pretty much all afternoon. And looks like we're going to finish close to the best levels of the day. So at the moment, the ASX 200 is up by around a quarter of a percent. We got a mostly higher lead from global markets last night with the tech-heavy Nasdaq doing best, up almost 1.5%. But it has been a very messy week as far as market moves go. We're actually unable to head in the same direction for just two days in a row, which didn't seem like a challenge, but it seemed to be. And the ASX 200 up about 1.5% in five days. And two reasons for that, really two days of very strong gains. In fact, we had a market hitting a two and a half month high on Monday with some sizable improvements. And then on Wednesday, we backed it up with our best performance in a year. So that seemed to help offset some of the other declines. Yes. And we're getting to the stage now where the market's closing at its best levels since Mm. September 20. So We are moving in the right direction, a little bit more optimism around the world. People are talking rate cuts rather than rate (laughs) hikes, and that tends to get people just a little bit more interested in things. They get all excited about that type of conversation. And next week, which we'll get to shortly, we will have a number of central banks meeting to make decisions on interest rates as well. So that's going to be quite interesting indeed. But let's look at some of the different sectors of our market today, because it was fascinating to see such a bad start with all 11 sectors down, but quite a different story at the moment. Yeah, now we've got around about seven of the 11 mm. sectors, which are higher and energy and materials are basically the leading the way, but a big turnaround in, in sentiment. As you say, in the morning session, it was all negative. Then we turned around, round about lunchtime. People must have had a good lunch or something or other on Friday. <laughs> I didn't really see a very clear catalyst for, for markets to improve over the course of the afternoon. No, I didn't see anything as well. And that's the problem in this sort of environment, yep. that markets running on, on no news. Yes, exactly. So I think markets are really in need of some type of catalyst ahead in one direction or another and perhaps getting nervous because we're getting closer to that point where things really start to quieten down. So we've really got one... One big week left, and then after that, there's probably not a huge amount to focus on. But let's look at some stocks because there are a number of them that received attention today. But probably top of the list would be the energy sector. Santos received plenty of attention because in the last or last night, we had news breaking that Santos and Woodside are in early talks on a potential merger of their businesses. And that would be very significant because They're the two largest energy companies on the Aussie market, the 12th and 20th largest stocks outright on the ASX 200 as well. So that news saw Santos shares lift around 6%. Woodside, down about half a percent at the moment, which isn't too bad because at one point it was down around 3%. And that was a real weight on the market, I think. So the fact that maybe those losses have improved a little has been helpful. But if they did end up combining, that would create an $80 billion oil and gas giant, and that would make it probably the seventh or eighth largest stock on the market outright as well. So a lot of work remains to be done here. If it does get across the line, both companies were very quick to make it known that the talks are incomplete, very early stages. There's a lot to get through when there's that type of merger conversation happening, but that seemed to be enough to to really you know inspire some buying, at least for Santos today. 
Yeah, as you say, there's a lot more water to flow under the bridge and both companies are acknowledging that very early stages and would need probably you know, sort of regulatory approval to, to be able to go ahead. What caught your eye today? Uh, well, there wasn't too much else in terms of major news. Star Entertainment Group uh, came out with a lowering of their revenue guidance for 2024 year. Share price down, around about 3%. Weaker operations in New Zealand and also in Adelaide. Yeah, and we heard from Washington H. Sol Pattinson today as well. It's been in the news for the last couple of days because of some takeover conversations going on. But today it held an annual general meeting. And for those who don't know, Solpats is a $12 billion investment house. So they hold substantial stakes in companies like TPG Telecom, one of the biggest telcos, of course, in Australia, 12% stake, in fact. New Hope, one of the coal miners, it owns almost 40% of that company. And Brickworks, it owns 39%. So the CEO today said that if they did end up acquiring the money manager Perpetual, it would diversify its portfolio. And Sol's one of those companies that consistently been paying dividends for a long time. In fact, 23 straight years where it's been increasing its dividend payment to shareholders. Ramsey Healthcare received approval from the Financial Investment Review Board to sell its 50-50 joint venture to Columbia Asia Healthcare. That saw Ramsey modestly higher on the day. It was up in the order of 11 cents or two tenths or 1%. The other sector which was on a tear today was very much the lithium sector. Very, very strong gains. No real news, but probably you know, some expectations that uh, lithium prices have bottomed. Now, when you've got you know, the lithium you know, sort of price down 80% since the peak of last November, not yeah. um, 12 months ago, mm. a bit over 12 months ago, at some point you've got to have the lithium prices bottoming out. There's a suggestion around about eighty to 90,000 yuan Currently around about 98,000 Chinese yuan. So we have seen a slight news you know, to pick up from, from the floor in terms of lithium. Sayona was up in the order of 10 or 11%. Core Lithium, Alcom, Pilbara, uh, Mineral Resources. Yeah, so three straight days of gains for, for many of these lithium stocks like Pilbara and Alcom included here. Mm. But they did all or mostly fell quite heavily on Tuesday and at the start of the week. So I guess they're bouncing back from those levels too. But uh, you're right, some very sizable losses for lithium prices overall. Over the course of the week, we kind of mentioned that the market has done quite well, but a lot happened as well during the week. We had the RBA, of course, keeping rates on hold, which was widely expected. We had updates on economic growth as well, which was a bit disappointing, wasn't it? Well, and disappointing you know, is probably good news for, for borrowers, though, because you know, the weak growth in the economy, mm. 0.2%, is suggesting that perhaps the, the Reserve Bank is done with increasing interest rates. And a number of central banks, the conclusion seems to be drawn that you know, sort of perhaps they're coming to an end in terms of interest rate hikes and yes, they start to consider interest rate cuts. Exactly. And we also had some trade numbers out of China, which were a bit disappointing on the import side of things. There were signs of a lack of demand domestically in our largest trading partner's economy. So that received attention. We had gold prices also hitting some of the, the actually record, record highs, highs, right? Yeah. So And the gold subsector in Australia was at, I think, we were a seven-month high off memory. And we also, over the course of the past month or so, some pretty strong gains in the US. The S&P 500 went on a five-week winning streak heading into this week. So some improvements coming through there. But maybe we should look forward. Yes, later tonight we've got the US jobs figures. Now, the expectation is that we'll get something like 180,000 in terms of job growth. The unemployment rate is sitting around about 3.9%, so steady in terms of the unemployment rate. We'll get average hourly earnings, a measure of wages, and the expectation is 0.3% for, for the month and around about 4% over the year. So if we do see renewed strength of the job market, 
well, it's going to dash those hopes of um, interest rate cuts and um, could have an impact in terms of the market. So the investors very much treading on eggshells, mm. awaiting the, the US jobs figures later tonight. Exactly. So the Federal Reserve, the US Central Bank, will meet next week and is going to make a decision on what to do with rates first thing Thursday morning. Mm. Widely expected that rates are on hold. Market's pricing a 97% chance that there won't be a move. So we'll see what happens after tonight's data. Also next week, we've got jobs data in Australia on Thursday, which could play at least some part in the conversation around rate hikes potentially in February. It's a long way away, the next RBA meeting. But what do you make of that? Uh, well, it's basically the the next major test or the yep. last major test in, in terms of this year. And you've got to get something like 30,000 job growth to prevent that you know, unemployment mm. rate rising. And the indications from job advertisements and some of those sorts of preemptory type indicators uh, suggest that the job market has cooled. And we'll see whether that does indeed show up on Thursday. Yep. Also next week, we've got a number of central banks across Europe that will be making decisions on rates Thursday night. We've also got Chinese data, which is at monthly Friday. And then earlier in the week, we've got some figures out on inflation in the US. It's all happening. It is. We'll have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you, Craig. Thank you very much. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.